morning. Good morning. Let me see where you're watching from or who is watching. And then um, let's talk. Let's talk this morning again. Proverbs chapter 4. Of course, you know that's our anchor scripture. I don't have much reason to believe that you don't read the scriptures. So I would believe you do. Even if you don't, then I'll just believe you do. <laughs> so uh, I said that to say that I'm sure you're not tired of listening to Proverbs chapter 4 again and again. They are textbooks or textbook that you go back to check in case something don't seem to be seen and I use the word seem to be working in your life there are scriptures you go back to in other words you don't say well you know I'm fine it's just me it's just um, people rather it's just people around me doing this and that to me no you go back and check scriptures and see what you're not getting right and you keep trying it until you get it right it's very simple otherwise you will have um, many reasons why you will be unhappy with life and you will blame many other things apart from you okay so good morning good morning good morning I need someone to tell me something from last week um, as they say, life is a lesson, so it's either you learn through the lessons of life or you learn through submitting yourself to a class. Submission to a class is how we actually learn in order to walk in life. Imagine someone wants to become an accountant. They just don't say, well, you know how to put figures together. No, you are going to go through school and in school you're going to learn to be an accountant according to the system of this world so you might be good in mathematics or something like that right? then you feel well i can be an no they will teach you they will say yeah what your brain is telling you is great however you still have to come to this class in order to be a qualified and so the first question this morning will be at what point did you become qualified to deal with life or have you just made up your mind to deal with life as try and error, which is what we are all thought is try and error. In other words, you live in a world, and that's where I'm going to this morning. You live in a world called your mind. This mind is influenced by many things, things and people that are not thought on how to handle life. And even if they are taught to handle life, which they are not, but let's even assume they are, the issue is they are not taught to become what you're supposed to become. And all these thoughts begin to lead our life upon these thoughts. Our emotions are built, how we respond, how we act, how we view people. I was looking at one of your leaders yesterday, a very close one of the very close ones to me. And I saw that I'm a good man. And if I say this is maybe the three things, the three difference between me and him still is how he views and sees and reacts to people. Now, if there is only three, he's done well very well but I'm looking at that and I'm pointing I'm pointing in my heart not telling him I'm pointing I'm saying yeah that's the issue now don't sit there and say well oh wow I think I know who that is because I understand in the nation you quickly zero things down to someone maybe that's you actually I'm just saying that what then happens is the difference between me and him is how he responds reacts and views people so 
I think you're a businessman. You will need more people. And how um, you respond right now when they don't look like or they don't seem to be doing what is right. How uh, you respond now is going to tell us if you're going to be better than other businessmen or not because you will need to be better than others because your edge, your competition, what gives you a hedge above them will be people that you have and that does not mean you tolerate every idiot it just means that you understand this is not an idiot person it's just as idiotic behaviors and how do you make that work to your advantage meaning how do you fine-tune them until they get to what you need or do you quickly so those are questions those are not even so i'm just saying that the training we get in life is either what they call streetwise which is you um another definition of streetwise means you just pick things up on the street and then life becomes a try and error um you we actually sometimes believe that our emotion is final in other words when we're walking with emotion and we feel certain we believe that it is the final authority it is it tells us how we must behave and it is justified because you're human right and that's all fine but if we're talking about success, if we're talking about wisdom, your emotion and what you pick up, how you react, it's not final. In fact, the word discipline means that you are able to subject emotions and external forces that contradict the peace that you have inside you. And the peace that you have inside is where we're going this morning. Uh, but let's start from Proverbs chapter 4. And let's see if you and I, all of us together, by the permission of the Spirit can get wiser this morning. Um, don't worry about if you would ever lead a Fortune 100 company or not. Worry about if you're going to lead the best company, which is you. If you're able to lead the best company, which is yourself, naturally, you will lead Fortune 100s. You will not be capped at the level of growth because what happens also to people in these organizations, you can work for Google, you can work for Microsoft. I've seen people who get to the height and people who are capped. I think everything starts from the mind. However, the message of the mind is very popular. You hear it everywhere. There are certain things that are more detailed, very detailed. Meditation is attention to breath, right? I've never even heard that. So what exactly have you heard, though? <laughs> I've never heard that, man. Yeah, what have, what have you heard? How did you, how did you become this old, like 25, and you don't even know these things? How, though? The grace of God has kept you alive, right? <laughs> okay, Proverbs chapter 4, man. Hey, my children, the instruction of a father, I think we've emphasized this so many times and i think thursday service i'm going to dive deeper dive deeper into abraham i love the scripture we ended with on sunday matthew chapter 8 verse 11 and it says the sons of the the east and the west people will come from the east and west and sit with abraham abraham is a religion on his own so to speak and god reached everyone look at what happened through abraham this is going to be interesting for for thursday service God reached Abraham. So now, the three major religions in the world, Judaism, Christianity, and Islam, yeah, came from this one man. Everyone. 
so we need to find more meaning when he said true you are the seed of the head shall be blessed but again i'll leave that till thursday here the instruction of a father i think the lessons of life starts with fatherhood and fatherhood as you know is different from daddyship those are two different things so he sets his son up and he says the first asset is instruction not advice instruction paul was writing to the church later and he would tell them things like you may have many he said you have many instructors because there will be people who teach us how to drive their instructors he said you have many instructors but you can only have one father someone is going to give me that scripture he said there are many instructors you will have people who instruct you how to drive who instruct you how to do this and that in other words no matter even if you have a financial instructor you have this you have that the final instructor is the father no saying choose me as a father i don't even have time that's the issue so please let's put that out of the window the instruction of a father and give attention to no understanding again we cannot overemphasize fatherhood i believe father is something god leads you to and you choose to be a son or a daughter whichever one works what's that scripture first corinthians speak now first corinthians 4 15 thank you for though you might have ten thousand instructors in christ yet you do not have many fathers for in christ jesus have begotten you through the good news what's the gospel guys you can remove the let me ask this question again what is the gospel i need you guys to respond to me that would make me know if i should go or not, or not bother because he said through jesus christ have begotten you through the gospel what is the gospel remove the scripture thank you what is the gospel quickly guys so that we can really talk this morning The gospel is and what's the scripture for that again yeah the good news yeah right we all know it's the good news saying in you so of course i know gospel is good news but you you know why i'm saying was the gospel oh shoot good news good news good news thank you the nation saying in you what's the scripture for that again guys in you all the nation shall be blessed so the gospel means good news yes but listen you know i'm not talking to children this is not children's class even though it's children's class so it's not children's classes what i said on sunday right saying in you all the nations of the earth shall be blessed the gospel is the nations the blessing to the nation shut up prince the life of abraham shut up saying in you all the nations will be blessed i'm playing with prince before some stranger watching and say oh this that rude he's rude as well <laughs> and my children the instruction of a father and give attention to no understanding for i give you good doctrine do not forsake my law so imagine a national structure i want you to hear this well we're actually a community let's take the black race for example is a community and our doing well now or not doing well whichever whatever your own opinion is 
I'll choose they're not doing well. Doing well for me means we're not where we're supposed to be. We're not halfway. Yeah. It's because of lack of one thing. Fathers create laws. When the society changed from monarchy to democracy, government creates laws. Number one, they create laws to make a nation. What makes a nation is the law of that nation. What makes a family is the laws of that family. So when he says, for I give you good doctrine, you remember what the word good means. Let me tell you, you will not forget these things if you do two things. If you do them and you meditate on them. Otherwise, when questions are asked, you start. But you see, let me tell you the interesting things about when questions are asked. Like when PT says, oh, what is this? Da, da, da. You may feel like, oh, that, make, that, that was so much on the spot for me. And I felt stupid that I can't answer it. And then you avoid questions. But let me tell you something. The bigger question on those things will come and it's going to be life question and it's going to be spontaneous so you can forget it you can dodge the question but you can dodge pity's one but you will not dodge life's one because the reason why you do tests so a doctor let's say dr emma or dr abraham or dr ali or whoever they will give them questions and test them in class before they pass because in real life when they are performing the surgery you're not going to dodge that kidney you're not going to say oh shoot I've forgotten man why am I supposed to pierce with and that's human kidney your life is always going to be a test so when PT asks questions and you answer he already tells how you will answer the general because the test is just simple or when your family had comes they've taught you something and they begin to do a review what we're saying is would you remember these things because the reason why we are thought is so that when life asks these questions because it will ask in different ways do you have a ready answer so I'll leave that to you if I give you good doctrine, it means I give you sound doctrine. The word good, they fit for purpose. There are certain doctrines in our life that are not fit for purpose. We learn it. We, we, uh, we are told by parents or, or, or predecessors in any field. But they are not fit for the purpose of who you are or you are becoming or you are supposed to become in life. It's not good. It's not good because it's not just because it's bad. No, it's not good because it's not fit. There are things that you learn in life that are not fit for your own purpose. It's got nothing to do with you. There are people who've gone to read law, but now you walk as whoops. Da, 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 da. So whatever you spent that seven years doing or six years doing in law class, it's not good doctrine for you. You know, uh, you're gonna end up to be a hairdresser, maybe a hairdresser that changes the world that builds a billion dollar company but you've spent six years to learn a doctrine a doctrine that is not fit for purpose so when you see the word good there it's just it fits so he says to him this is now a rich man handing over a kingdom to his son so when he says I give you a good doctrine he's saying that I'm giving you doctrine that is fit for purpose of who you are so in other words what a father does is that he realizes what a son a daughter is built for and he gives them doctrine doctrine is where discipline comes from 
discipline is where the things that I allow in my life and don't allow the friends that I accept and the ones that I refuse the opportunities that I receive and the ones that I refuse is all based on discipline and it all comes from doctrine and so if a person understands the doctrine of their life what happens is that there are some opportunities that will not excite you no matter how great they are because I think the reason why people miss it in life is that so many opportunities come and they embrace everything but it is because of lack of doctrine how do you notice a person that is going to be successful and great in life check their doctrine i know that i've spoken about this before but i know many times we forget a lot of things and i'll tell you how do you know a failure sit with them for a few minutes and you would see their mind even if they are not talking the fact that they are not talking does not mean that their mind is not preoccupied by things that are irrelevant you see true because you don't have to talk too much and you cannot be quiet as well if your mind is sound we will know in a minute i was sitting with someone yesterday and in my head as they are talking i'm thinking why do people talk a lot though like i talk a lot if i'm preaching but i'm not gonna be in a situation with you sitting in a car or sitting in a house with you and start just talking i'm wondering why do people talk a lot what happens their mind is not quiet why do some people also keep quiet you know what happens to them too it's just the same confusion but let me just stay with doctrine he said i give you good doctrine so a successful person you know you can predict by their doctrine do not forsake my law because what binds that family together is law you see here in proverbs chapter 4 you see he never said do not forsake god's law this man david had now interpreted his law i mean god's law into human circumstance what is good for his son at the time for the position so fathers cannot even give laws unless they know who their kids are and so I'm not going to speak to, let me use names that don't exist so that you don't, I don't get, I'm not going to speak to Andrew like I would speak to, 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 to Isaac. Why? Because I understand who Isaac is going to be. So Isaac will then be the greatest imbecilic child. If, if, if Isaac then says, you know, how come Andrew gets away with that? Why did Andrew do that and um, the father did not correct or give any law? Because Andrew is not Isaac, bro. You're not an imbecile. Andrew is not Isaac. And for those who are younger, will look at those who are older doing what is wrong. Remember, Andrew is not Isaac. He said, do not forsake my law. I give you good doctrine. This was a personal conversation between a father and a child. You know, David had many sons, but this one was going to be the king. So there are certain laws that he gives him, and that's the formation of a nation. I think when we complain about the black community today, there are no fathers, there are no laws, there are no doctrines, there are no sound doctrines. So even our doctrine is picked from the street. I have a sound doctrine. The sound doctrine is what guides my life. I'm going to look for the interpretation of the word doctrine. I'll read it shortly. That's what guides my life. And so that's, it is my doctrine that also helps me to know who can help me and who cannot help me. 
I'm being careful of examples that I will use this morning. Can I have the definition of doctrine? So doctrine is not just a Christian or religious word. In general sense, whatever is thought. And it's a principle or position in any science. Whatever is laid down as true by an instructor or a master. So, because we're using our Webster, I think. So he began to say the doctrine of the gospel are the principles or truth taught by Christ and his apostles. The doctrines of Plato are the principle which he thought. Hence, a doctrine may be true or false. It may be a mere tenet or opinion. Doctrines are thought. So this is why you will see, I give you. He has to qualify to say, look, doctrines may be true or false, but knowing you, Zoro, knowing you and knowing what you will become and knowing that you're the next king of israel this is the doctrine and this doctrine is sound is fit for purpose he, for your purpose it is fit it gives law why is there law again for the formation of a nation saying in you that's the gospel all the nations will be blessed in you who a nation called faith a nation called dreaming and making it possible going somewhere these are just footnotes this is do not forsake my love it knew that there were tendencies to forsake it people change feelings change i'm a pastor i understand that it doesn't matter who people change feelings change but what has been consistent with some of us is that what we believe 15 years ago where we were we stayed there in that doctrine either someone then feels that it is true or false great or not that's left to them so what happens to people who then follow is that they believe the result of your they believe your doctrine and they see the result of it then they follow as to if your mind would always question something or not have faith or doubt it would always do but the illogical will always come to an illogical conclusion it will not be a logical conclusion because it is pressured by emotions I want to get past Proverbs 4. He also taught me and said to me, let, my, let your word, let your heart, pardon me, retain my words. Keep my commands and leave. We've said this before. He says to his son, if you keep my command, you will leave. It's not going to be a life of prayer. You've got to live a life of prayer. I get that and I agree with that. He said, but commands will make you leave longer than prayer will. It's my command. In other words, without keeping the command, prayer would also be useless. It won't make sense. And so, you see, we, we agree with a bunch of Christians who do not keep commands but attend night videos. Now, that's mad. That's a big problem. I was saying to some of your brothers and sisters yesterday, the, the only way to trace oppression is religion. Wherever you see oppression, you will see religion. I'll tell you what that means. The American black society was very religious because they were oppressed by the slave master. Africa, oppression, religion. Wherever you see poverty and oppression, you will see religion. That is not to blame the religious. I was saying about Ireland, Irish people, they were religious. They're more religious than the normal English person, right? very very religious because they were also oppressed and that's why I always say that Irish and Africans are not different the white man saw us all as people to dominate over even the Irish people 
so we became religious because at some point you will have nowhere else to turn to but the divine you're looking for the divine and there's nothing wrong with that until it becomes an institution and so but i said all that to say that as much as i embrace prayer and all that keep my commands and leave life is in the commands and the instructions and the law that we keep so what happened to the black community there was no law there was no instructor the fathers were not there most times and they don't know what their children are supposed to be now if i'll not say that verse five get wisdom get understanding do not forget meaning there's tendency to keep that word out of your heart there's also tendency to forget you understand that you can hear pt talk for five years so sometimes i wonder i thought you got it two years ago and then you realize no she didn't get it she didn't get it she has to make the mistake first time for the mistake there's a word that is ready sorry i'm thinking you can be sorry all you like sorry don't change nothing do not forget sorry changes people meaning you should learn to say sorry it changes people's art words at least you say sorry but for your own condition it doesn't mean anything get wisdom get understanding do not forget not turn away from the words of my mouth why do not forsake her and she will preserve you love her and she will keep you uh-huh wisdom is the principal thing therefore get wisdom and you know you're getting get understanding exalt her and she will promote you she will bring honor when you embrace her do you still remember all these scriptures in other words it's not your job it is not your salary it is not who you know it is not who you took pictures with that will bring you honor and promotion it is wisdom so you can take picture with the whole world you can attend five billion meetings you can go hang out in from dorchester go to this go to that be roaming around the earth like a headless chicken without wisdom you will have no promotion the pictures will be taken and end on your phone do you understand that it will mean nothing you can wear the best clothes if you like promotion comes from wisdom she will bring you honor when you embrace her uh-huh verse 10 please hear my son and receive my sayings and the years of your life will be many in other words when you see the word the years of your life will be many it's talking about time it's saying that you would achieve more in less time the years of your life will be many means that by the time you get to 90 whatever age you would have done way more than what an average 90 does it will look like you've packed three lifetimes in one life do you understand that it will look as if you've packed three lifetimes in 10 years you've achieved what people take two three lifetime lifetime to achieve the years of your life will be many another word for that is that you will be a higher achiever than your mates and look maybe let's say a 27 year old a 26 year old watching right now when we say achieve more than your mate really the value of your achievement is what is going on on the inside of you and so please especially those who are women don't say oh well i'm not achieving more than my mate then when you ask them 
what are you not achieving their mate is probably married with a kid or something like that or has a boyfriend now that is the achievement of the ghetto that's what you that that's because of where you're coming from that is not achievement you see a 16 year old can go have children can't even marry <laughs> that's not achievement achievement is a state of mind and one that's one the state of mind has achieved something you are now sure of where you're going in life that's the first achievement now you have something to work on for the next decade that's the that's one achievement number one is you've attained a state of mind yeah number two you have peace with that state of mind then number three you're sure now because of the peace you have that the state of mind that you've achieved will come to pass because you are at peace with it so what the greatest i still see people at 40 and 50 that are still looking for their niche in life they are still looking what do i want to do in life listen if you are within the nation family you have leadership you have family and you already know what to do in life that is the greatest achievement it is upon this achievement that all the other so-called physical things come in the right time without the state of mind what would happen is that every other thing would happen to you but they will be wrong marriage will be wrong it will marriage will not shoot you up instead of shooting you up it drags you down because you're going down with another man who has not achieved a state of mind a state of mind is the best first foremost achievement it is not hidden in your school certificate. It is not hidden in your car, a Rolls Royce. It is not hidden in, uh, in the Louis Vuitton shirt. It is not hidden in any of those things. In, uh, as a matter of fact, most of the people, most, I didn't say all, that you will find on social media have not achieved a state of mind. So they are defined by the state of their culture. So it says here, it says, honor promotion and all these things will come to you when you embrace wisdom she will place verse 11 i've taught you in the way of wisdom i've led you in the right path so when you walk your steps she will place i love that she will place where start again sorry back to verse 8 verse 7 and 8 wisdom is the principal thing therefore get wisdom so did, did you see a state of mind wisdom is the principle look if on wisdom wednesday all i just come here to say to you to remind you every wednesday is listen wisdom is the principle i think i need the word definition for principle again because i understand you guys i understand i have to speak we have to and myself too we have to repeat these things over and over again because why would i repeat it because i see you fail the test over and over just normal it's like we fail the test as many times as we hear it <laughs> chief the definition starts with chief said it's the chief it, it means that all other things rest upon this chief highest in rank and so what what we thought and what you will progressively think if you don't hear words like this is money is the principle it's not because you can have money with that wisdom you will not also use it right until it's all gone right highest in rank character and respectability 
as the principal officer of a government, the principal man of a city, town, or state, chief, most important or considerably, it is the most important. Let's, let me just stay with the most important. It is the most important of all things. So what happens to a person that gets let's even say you get a man and you get married to a man that is important the problem is it will be destroyed because you don't have the most important thing yet so a man becomes important to you and probably important to your parent or probably important to your community or your friend circle or your circle of influence but it is not still most important now so imagine what happens look at this now so let's say marriage money has whatever you dream of in life they are important when you have the most important all important things will gravitate towards you if you didn't hear anything from today I need you to hear that when you have the most important all other important things so let's not even say this is rubbish this is not needed let's say they are important you are the head of something you do not need a director in HSBC or a manager if you have the head of HSBC you, you understand that you don't need the you don't need the workers oh I, I just wish I'm just leaving the head of HSBC's house but I'm just thinking if I can just meet one of the branch managers what are you talking about you just left the head so if he says wisdom is the principal thing what he's saying in other words is very simple get the principal and the directors and every other thing will come to you. Get the principal, get the principal, and the other things, money, um, I keep using marriage, I hate to, but marriage, whatever else, but I know it's in your heart, no matter what you, I know. So all other things will follow because you have the most important. Now, that's one way of looking at it. Another way is, even if those other important things don't come you have the most important it means that you have all others in other words life may not give us what it gives the next person but with wisdom the guarantee is sure the guarantee is that even if you don't have it physical you have access to it because if you don't have a billion if you have wisdom you have access to the one who has a billion and they will follow your wisdom in the deployment of the of the one billion do you understand that so with wisdom you don't lose it's a wise man now a wise man who despises money also and says i just embrace wisdom and despise money is still lack of wisdom it doesn't make him wise so wisdom is not contrary to money and money is not contrary to wisdom it's either against it physically meaning money or not da, 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 but or against it by having access to control the deployment of it because they believe in his wisdom do you understand that so i'll give you an example a person is a very wise economist he understands money he understands how to nation build with money right yeah now he doesn't he hasn't made a billion but the nation or the rich men businessmen around him want to hear his wisdom in order to deploy their money so if the guy wakes up and says, i want to help the poor today i want to help people who don't have any money right yeah 
he will just share his wisdom with them and because they know he's wise they will feed the hungry and he won't lack as well so do you get the example that is just an example so he said in all you're getting get understanding wisdom but he started with wisdom is principal thing so why did he say get understanding understand money understand your community understand your environment but wisdom is the principal thing understanding is why we go to school understanding is why we observe can i tell you the biggest library in the world the biggest study in the world the biggest library in the world is your environment i need you to hear this now i'm gonna go into what i want to say really and close in a minute this library does not cost you a penny you don't need a desk or a chair it is just people now this sounds simple but it's the most important thing listen to me wisdom comes from observation it is your ability to observe your environment to treat with honor those who deserve honor and to despise those who do not deserve honor it comes from keen observation a young man will not do that a young woman will not do that a young man or young woman is entertained by their community imagine someone asking me about someone that i know a musician or an actor and i said listen i don't think you get this my job is to influence young people actors job is to entertain them musician job is to entertain if the influence is to influence them for their own profit so that they sign something they get money so our words are two different worlds. it is not the same do you understand that it is not like do you need a musician to come to you I, look they are two different worlds it doesn't in my I won't say it doesn't meet because I respect everybody's hard work but they are two different worlds so I understand mission I understand call. I understand what you must understand in life. But you see, the principal thing is observation. Number one, what have you observed about you? Who are you? It is easier for you, to, for those of you who are in the family nation, because you have families and you have definition. What is the work of Spark Nation? I put this in my note. I want you to hear this. When people talk about normal church, right? They say, oh, normal, let's say normal church. God forbid that you become one of those. What was the old order asking you to do? Now, I'm just putting this under the caption of you finding, understanding you and knowing what you're called to do and all that. What was the old church asking us to do or asking them to do? It's the, they asked them to contribute, right? The old, the old service all ends in contribution contribution of money effort their effort will help them build up auditoriums and in countries that have space and are very religious their effort will help them build um cities and cathedrals and even cities yeah it is the contribution of everybody isn't it it's the contribution of everybody everybody builds build you build and the accumulation of the fact that the people in this church now contribute a lot and all that will be the size of the auditorium, the city, the, 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 the cathedral and stuff like that. What is the new order saying as well? The new order is saying contribute. But let's build 
let's not build bricks or isolated cities let's build people who can then lead nations so it's the same thing it's just well, it's still contribution but it is what we're building that is different so let us build a viking who can then build a smart city a tech city or whatever let us build a um, a, 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 a blockchain who can then build the finance finance world but it is still so people and I know I've digressed a bit I'll find my way back people will be perturbed will be disturbed yeah but not people I think it's people on the internet because either wherever I go right from the bathroom to everywhere whatever meaning bathroom not in the house maybe in an hotel or in a people come to me as this stagnation with Lord. so I'm wondering what is all the people there where, where are the enemies though are these just people who just sit in their houses like just type stuff because I don't get it everywhere of course you know there are anyway no no I don't want to digress any further so the church asks for contribution the community asks for contribution it is just for you now you're asking for it for we're not trying to do bricks it is going to be people. And I say, well, you know, building people with them, you give them money. No, no, no. It means that you inspire them. A figure inspires them constantly. And it's not just a figure of inspiration that they see from a distance. Like someone asks me, so what makes you different from this person? That, that? So because I'm with the people. I'm there. I'm here. It takes money. It takes time. It takes expertise. One person must lead. Others must lead. Listen to this. This is where I'm going. Others must lead by following. So in the structure of leadership and followership, there is no permanent follower. Even though everybody is a permanent follower. Following is not a taboo. Following is not, is not a deformity. That's the problem Africa has. Everybody without mentorship or leadership want to be the leader of something so when their political time or politics time come everybody's jostling for power because they fail to realize that if you are look at how followership works so you have one leader so to speak right and then it begins to empower 20 30 other people right to do xyz once they have been empowered to do xyz they are already leaders by following do you understand that is so solomon is a is a perfect example a permanent follower is even when his dad is dead is going to be obeying the laws and the instruction of his father is a follower but he was the richest king but he's still a follower so what happens to people's mind is that once they make something they think no 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 I can now be free I'm just going to build this I, I don't know if PT I'm just using PT as an example all understands this line of business sir you just don't understand how this works no Solomon is going to be the richest king by obeying the laws and the instructions of his father and eventually if he, if he, he fell off the track and he ended not, not, not nice so a follower is actually a leader so imagine you can now begin to break that down into just the nation family order 
is only a leader because it's a follower. Spiritually, people fall off leadership when they are sincerely not following. And I think we kept giving this example. We said they're not following this guy because they know. You can then go and start next to pity and take pictures and say, oh, we're in a restaurant together. Everyone who knows me knows that 10 billion people can be in a restaurant with me. It doesn't mean that I know them. And so someone can follow me all day long. It doesn't mean that I know them. I'm not going to shout on them and say, I don't know you. No. Um, physical presence is not followership. Judas was following Jesus every day, but he was not a follower. Do you understand that? He was not following. So he was physically there. Physical presence does not mean following. So I'm not, I'm not, at least I'm not a complete idiot. I might be an idiot, but I'm not a complete one. So I understand proximity does not mean followership. I already know that. So when we say, have you found you? It is, have you found leadership? Do you know your role within that leadership? Do you know that that role is what makes you a leader, even though you're a follower? Jesus turned to the disciple one day. The mother of two of his disciples had come to him. You know, mothers do that. They always just want their children to be footballers or wife of footballers. <laughs> Anyways, or musician or actor, right? Not the wife of a pastor. Come on, man. Like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> and they are Christians. So. But anyway, unless the pastor has a big church. Anyways, the mother comes to Jesus and says, and said, I want two of my children to be at your right hand and your left hand. And Jesus said, can they drink the cup from which I'm about to drink and all that? And Jesus teaches them the greatest lesson in leadership. He said, whoever is going to be the leader among you must be the servant. In other words, it creates a pattern, nation building pattern. This is the best nation building. Don't forget, the gospel is in you. All the nation of the earth will be blessed, right? In what? In a nation called faith. Abraham and all the soldiers in his house. It teaches them. It says, in other words, in order for you to be a great leader, you will be a follower of something. And once you follow that thing, the role that they give you in that leadership is what makes you... So that role will be like, oh, they are asking me to do this. But I've taught you this before. What happens in that is that God is going to give you authority and many followers will come in the line of what you are assigned to do. It's very simple, you know. The work Elijah was doing for Elijah was just pouring water on the hand of Elijah. Elijah. And Elijah was not sitting there thinking, no, I'm going to be a great guy too. I'm just here temporarily, you know. No, he... It will be known. It's going to be known as the servant in court of Elijah. Elijah being an institution, the prophetic. It's going to be known as that. But that in itself is a role. It's a leadership, even though it's a followership. Do you understand that? So you don't go out saying, oh, I'm just trying to find who I should be in life. That, that, that. You're being influenced by Instagram. You're seeing people who are becoming what they are not. And so you are trying to become what they've never become. So it becomes a stress, right? You're stressing. Your mind now is reduced in productivity because of the many activities. If you don't want to be productive, let me tell you how to do it. Put many activities in your mind. Then it doesn't matter how you sporadically dream occasionally. It will fail. Why? It's very, very simple. 
very simple a a busy mind will never ever mark my words now i use the whatever capital letter ever will never be productive because it's got many things there it's not gonna happen and most times when you check young people's mind it's filled with irrelevant things and when the mind is filled with irrelevant things one of your sisters was talking to me the other day and i said to her you're convulsing like a gathering demoniac you're convulsing everything you see, think you're saying in wisdom and like you're defending this it, it, it looks like a person convulsing like a gathering demoniac what are you talking about what you're saying does not make sense and it's not in the place of pity to tell you that anymore because it will just be like oh pity talks straight talks hard da, 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 da. i don't care to talk straight and hard to anybody anyways so the role it takes money it takes time it takes expertise one person must lead others lead by following who would have known that joshua was a nation taker and builder the first introduction to joshua was a follower you just saw a guy who moses was on the mountain we don't know when moses is gonna come down joshua did not wander away or sit down grumbling in his heart that was a guy we used to drive him I know we're going to the meeting seats and they you know it's in his own world he's just there you know this is not a follower even though he's around he's there but he's gone man he's gone later we, anyway he's gone elsewhere he's gone wherever but he's there see joshua sat at the foot of the mountain moses is master in court had gone you would have thought that is a master follower relationship what we didn't know was that the following of joshua he had one thing that's preoccupied his mind the bible did not introduce his family or wife to us he introduced his leader guess what happened we thought we saw a servant master relationship we did not know that what we were seeing unfolding right in our eyes was uh, right in our faces and in our time was a man who will take the nations that god raised moses to go take israel out of meaning he's gonna take the whole land he was the guy that stopped the moon and the stars why and he's known all his life they refer to him as Joshua the servant of Moses so in following the order called Moses was the leadership of Joshua I'm not teaching you leadership but if we're going to build new nations it must be filled with people who found purpose in followership it must be filled with people who follow so much and leadership will not be oppressive so please and people are listening say oh but there are some leaders that are these i'm talking about followers today okay so joshua was going to take the whole land of canaan and beyond joshua was going to lead the greatest military um, um, expedition ever but he did not he was not introduced as a man of war he was introduced as a man of sitting he was introduced as the servant of an order the servant of something so you want anything to be done you moses gets joshua whatever the case may be it is joshua and caleb so imagine their whole life stripped from them 
made them build. Now, if people then say, you know what, it's just what nation just demands your whole life, da da da. These little people walk, right? Please, your workplace does not consider your family. But the only difference is this. And what go for an interview and tell them as a young lady, you're about to get married, you'll get pregnant in six months' time, and see if you get the job. Go and try it. Just go and tell them your whole plan in life. Tell them, well, you know, I'm just going to do this work temporarily until I find a boyfriend and my heart is going to be very dedicated to my boyfriend because, you see, in my culture, we um, have to get married by this age. (laughs) But, you know, I just need a job temporarily. No, you go there and pretend as if life doesn't matter. Then they employ you. But the problem is this. You're building an empire that you will never be part of and the more you dedicate your time to it the more they build maybe, and then they will create some promotion for you so please show me a nation that does not demand the life of everybody being involved then what you would see is organized religion that gets prosperous or gets the pastor prosperous based on number of how many people that gives a true nation is not the number of people that gives it's the number of people that follow they take a role within that community so purpose write this down purpose is in your role you're not looking for purpose get wisdom the role you have now however small it is it may mean that you just sit in a corner all day joshua would sit without knowing what moses was supposed to do next but he was being prepared the careful of activity people i wonder where other mates of joshua were they were everywhere they were probably diving everywhere they were the happening guys but joshua will not destroy them joshua will lead them so wisdom says to us this morning wisdom wednesday the 16th i think today is the 16th of september 2020 the year of the wisdom of god it says do not look for purpose you're not looking for a purpose-driven life you found one the day you came to the nation and you had a role one day god was going to build the ark and these, these, I know people will take these lectures and you can interpret it to bank or your own leadership in your own office, in your own fintech because it's still the greatest teaching on leadership, guys. Role is purpose. Every employer you have wants you to see something. They want you to see the company as yours, right? <laughs> they want you to build as if your life depends on it. They don't say, oh, wow, you, you just have children and they need to grow in the fear of God. Go home and stay with them. No, they just say, listen, it's either you can build this and then they give you a role. Even if your role is a cashier. Have you seen cashiers working in bank? They work hard. It's a role. Either they now have dreams and aspirations in life. The bank already knows one. Well, many of them will not move on. Those who move on, there are other people queuing up for their role. Their role, therefore, becomes their purpose. If you, let me tell you, Givers Club, right? Their role is to get rich and sponsor the gospel. Phoebe, that's a role. That's in that role you lead. It's either you lead in that role, or what happens to you is that people mobilize you. You lead in role. So, what happens in these roles? Again, I remind you of this. No, no, no. Let me say this. You need to let yourself... And now, this is important, guys. Thank God I wrote this down. You need to let yourself have self-reward. You know, 
we, we got taught something. They say, you know, you motivate children by saying, if you, um, if you pass that exam or if you do this, I'll give you X, Y, Z. It's a new teaching. It came about 10 years ago. So people are motivated. You, have you seen that? It's reward children. And it was even taught in classes. Let me tell you the error of that. The greatest reward you would have is internal, not external. The confidence, you need to tell yourself this. Reward yourself with the inner peace. That's why I mentioned inner peace. That you are doing what is right. You need to reward yourself. Internal. Ones that tells you that you are on the right path. In other words, you have to be sure of that role. And reward yourself internally. Of course. Then after that, you can do the external reward. You say, okay, I've just passed an exam. I deserve a dinner. But you see... Even though you did graduation dinner, da, 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 inside you, did you still not feel, am I doing the right thing? Yeah, I graduated, but mm, am I sure I want did you not? Did you not feel that? Of course you did. Of course you did. And what that does is that it kills creativity. I'm talking about things you will learn in the study of brain, how the brain works. In that, you'll begin to feel less than what you're supposed to be. So if I'm given the road to sweep, this is what got me out of kitchen important. You see that role there? I was given to wash plates, right? To make maybe 400 or so a month. You see that role? I never complained about it. It was a role. I was following something. It allowed me to give so I was not my courage because of my internal conviction. My courage was not, oh, I'm just a kitchen potter. I wonder when I will make it. No, this is the problem we have. Your mobilization or motivation to make it is driven by an internal unrest. So I had rest. So I was on the bus. I was everywhere. I walked distance. But there was internal reward. I am on the right path. My brain picked that. And I didn't need to seek bigger roles. Bigger roles happened to me. I didn't need to seek the Spark nation or nation family or whatever of today. It happened to me because there's a inner peace. It means that I'm not trying to be where everybody is. You see, the person is invited for a dinner, someone is not invited, and they are angry. You know why? There is no internal peace. They don't feel that their role is significant enough or recognized enough. So there is no inner peace, and that's what kills success first. You see, people would do a lot as well. It's the same thing. They are looking for a path. You have a role, bro. You have a role. Following in that role is what makes you. That's what makes you a leader. This is wisdom. Internal process of reward that gives you energy. It is the internal process of reward that gives you energy to get going. You will need the energy to get going. So from kitchen potting to now um, being the computer and coat boy at Ashish House. I've, I've never just, you know, it is now looking back that I can feel how less or how funny those roles is. I thought it was a great role. I, I just, and I played it with the excellence that I played the role of Global Pastors Park Nation today. I played the role of a kitchen porter. So what I'm saying is that there are things that drives you internally that you may not even say to me or say to people around you. To me, to us, you will say, oh, I'm so great. Oh, oh out there. But inside you, you are not rewarding yourself. 
There is no internal reward. So that's why almost nothing excites me. There's nobody that I can meet or can say, oh, I lost back nation. I can say, oh, that, that. That excites me because that is not the process of my own reward. My reward is based on I'm on the right path. Do you say that to yourself? Because there will always be doubt about your path. Everybody around you, when your path is different from theirs, then according to them in their head, your path is wrong. <laughs> and they predict it's wrong because they think they know it. But they don't understand it. So there must be a reward system just like I've used the outside reward system. Offices started doing that. But what they don't know, and this is how we will nation build more than them. What they don't know, what they don't understand is that if you get five people who are internally rewarded, will feel that they are on the right path, they will give their life to build that company rather than five people who you give wristwatches to after the end of the year as a reward. They are looking to leave. They don't want to be there. They are there so that they can get paid in your company. But then amongst them are people, and that's what a leader does. A leader casts vision. A leader lets people see why we're doing what we're doing. Why are we giving our lives to something, those who are? It doesn't force everybody to give their lives to it. That's why the church is still the most powerful because people are never forced. People are never forced to give. They're not forced to give. Nobody can force anybody to give anything. I won't get into all the other things today, but I think you've got something from today. Internally reward you. How? Tell yourself I'm on the right path. If you're not, get out of that path then. How do you know the right path? What role are you given in leadership? Your role is what makes you a leader. What part do I play? Now don't play down your path. And don't let anything define the importance of your role. I've seen people who invitation to chicken define the importance of their role. Am I not there? You don't need to be there because you're very sure, self-assured, internally reward. Few things on your mind. So in the building of your role, making sure, why do people lose their role? Many things invade their mind. Now, before they got into that role, they knew less. Now they're in that role, they know a lot. And they see what their own possibility in life. You know, you put someone in charge of something and then they say, oh, I can't even do this. I've met so so so. You met it through that leadership. I've met so so. I can do this. Now, what do they do next? They go and get, they go and crash all the time. All the time. You know why? As the people, most times, we're not thought to understand that true leadership is followership, purpose is role. So the next time you're, you're, you're confused again, trying to find out what's my purpose in life make it simple look for your role what role do you play now what part do you play that's purpose the next question will be why do you play for what do you play so why would i have stopped going to church because i will not see a role there i can't just be a notion building and accumulation will be there are five thousand people in this church and we have a big building i will not go there anymore because there's no role now imagine if purpose is role how did you get angry out of church 
Because you, that means you got angry out of purpose. How did you do it? What happened? Well, you know, it's not, I, I love pity so much. I love pity so much. It's just some people. It's just some people. Yeah, right. When you get to your office to help HSBC build, you're just going to meet angels everywhere. They're not going to talk about you. They're not going to treat you. They will just be angels. And all of you will just be riding on cloud without the new season, New Vuitton. You'll just be riding on cloud, riding on cloud. That's what is going to happen, right? Of course not. What happened to you is that you did not you did not see that role as leadership. I love Joshua. I'm I sorry. I love Joshua. How did this guy take nation by sitting down? Joshua, Moses' servant. Is there any scripture you guys can find for me that refers to him as Moses' servant? Bible says Joshua, the servant of Moses. Is the servant of a vision, a hoarder. You, if you're in the nation family or you're listening to me this afternoon, you already found a hoarder because this has not happened before. Now, many people will be motivated. They will listen to motivational talk. They are everywhere now. You go on Snapchat, a guy because he's now driving um, a, a Rolls Royce or a Bentley is motivating you. This one just bought a wristwatch now, bought his first Rolex, saying, bro, don't give up, man. Don't give up, man. I just want to tell you, don't give up, man. Big, everybody, everybody is now a motivational speaker. Anyways, let me leave that uh, because I like what they say. So it's fine. So Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant. I love that. One of his choice chosen men. KJV says, and Joshua the son of Nun, the servant of Moses, one of his young men. Answered and said, My Lord Moses, he called Moses his Lord of oh my days. This guy does not know God, he knows Moses. <laughs> But Moses knows God. So, you know, preachers, yeah, they will, one of the major work of preachers is to send you on guilt trip. The more you get into God, the more or into God's stuff, the more you realize you can't please this God, man. It's long. Because preachers will then come around and say, no, it's not man, it's God. But what is the order of God in 2020? You found the nation family. You found purpose. Then you found the role. So there must be nobody that doesn't play a role because purpose is role. You will honor, fame, uh, whatever you desire. And look, the fact that I say I don't desire none of these things, I'm being true to myself. It doesn't mean you should not desire it. Desire everything you want. It's just that I think I've experienced most of these things and they just didn't satisfy. Honestly. So what would you like to see? A generation. Anyways, Joshua the son of Nun, the servant of Moses. So his role was to servant in God of Moses. Simple. What would happen to him? He would take all the nations and this guy distributed all the lands to the children of Israel. He took a whole nation, you know. The Jewish nation today was founded on the words of Joshua. But remember his introduction was not a mighty man of war. Imagine all those who came to join David in the wilderness. They became mighty men because of Rome. They just fought in the wilderness with David. So now do you understand Proverbs 4 now? 
when he says obey my law my instruction for they will make the years of your life many and all that you look for raw people of course the church must keep recruiting meaning building young men you must open up to people so you're not a sect but what every leader wants i mean your family hates one is the servants the moses the joshua sorry the joshua's the servants there and it is also contingent upon the fact that your family heads are also servant adhering to every fine line of the instruction of their own leader too. if we do that guys there will be no need to pray or dream to be a billionaire billions will happen to you there will be no need to say when am I going to settle down or all those things will happen to you and a man like me have evidence and proofs to show for what I've just said what other motivational speakers don't have is the proof and the evidences that I have. So I see people dress up. They might even be billionaires in Nigeria or Ghana or America or London. They dress up and say great words. But you see, check their page and what you should look for is not the building they built. Especially if they are talking motivation and saying we're going to build a nation, we're going to raise a nation. It's not the building they built. It's not the clothes they wear. Look for their people. Just look for their people because you cannot be into people without having. Where are your? I'm not talking about the crowd you give food to. Who is the assistant of Moses? Where are your men? <laughs> because when David shows up, he shows up with his men. Where are your men? That is where you know the difference. So that's the difference between me and them. And that does not mean they are bad. I said different. I'm just saying that where we are, they aspire to get to. So may have a 10,000 10, private jet, da, 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 and say, we're hard working, we want to free the world. Da, da, da. No, I need to see your men. Not the men that sing for you. Not the men that... No, I need to see your men. Because that's the real definition of true riches. I can see the comments now. I stop here. So those of you who are in the nation and you go outside of the nation looking for, looking for, what's it called? Motivation, looking for, you actually want to get rich and come prove to us and bring in something to the table. You were given a role. You know, one of your brothers was saying it to me on Saturday. He said, I just want to go walk out and bring something and just da-da-da-da. A lie. Even if you bring a billion, it still don't mean anything. You were given a role. The role was you have all these young men build like a financial movement. That's a role. In that role is purpose. In that purpose is anointing. In that anointing is protection. You will not be afraid of the wickedness of men. It's a role. Then you have others who jump out and go do a role they are not given. You have a role. It's not money. It's a role. It's a purpose. It's wisdom. For your role, you then get understanding. Knowing that you'll be offended and you'll almost quit. Knowing that your brain will be less productive if you, if you lack two things. I'll tell you quickly those two things. If your mind is packed up with many other things. Two, if you're sleep deprived. If you don't sleep, meaning... I won't, now, people will say, oh wow, sleep deprived. You woke me up at 11, I'm going back to bed. No, if you don't sleep and if you oversleep, you're still sleep deprived. You're going to go not. 
Okay, let me quickly read the comments or questions. If there is any, then I'll stop here today. I hope you got something out of this. And I hope you remember. Because normally after this, then life begins again. Yeah, but I trust God that the many will make it. Comments, questions, I've got just five minutes for that and I'm going to have to stop. If it is quick enough, if it is not, then I'm going to move on. It's got role. It's got purpose. Yeah. Again, I repeat those who are jumping out, thinking, okay, you know, I want to come in person. You know, God is the only one that sees the heart. What you think, yeah, is obvious in time. So if I were you, I would not always bother what people tell me. I'm listening. Okay. I'm not bothered what people tell me. Let me not say about you. I'm just listening to them and say, your real art will show in time. It, it manifests. Time is the converter of what a person is really saying in their heart. Time converts it to their physical life. Yeah. Always feel good here. 2 a.m. twins. Bless you. <laughs> awesome. Okay. I guess there are no questions. Again, I hope you got something from that. Tomorrow, we're going to have an amazing service evening, but we're going to also have Pastor Sam's birthday. If you're in the Connect City, Connect um, Church, if you're not invited to the dinner, just understand that it's because COVID does not allow many people to gather in a certain place. Even if you're a leader in the nation or family, yeah, and you're not there, you don't need to be there. Just celebrate Pastor Sam because... Imagine your leader's headache is to think, oh, it's only allowed 20 people. How do I explain to this person that you can't come? It's rubbish, man. It's complete rubbish. I invited you there. If you're not, don't go there. Just enjoy it. If you see it on YouTube or Instagram, just love it. That's all. Don't hate. Don't, don't, don't do those things. Because someone has to be there and someone has to stay away. Thank you. So insightful. Awesome. Awesome. God bless you guys. Have a lovely Wednesday. Um, keep winning. Uh, I think one of your mantras should be you don't lose, you win. You don't quit, you finish things. You finish, you start things, you pay attention to details and you push it to the end. You're not frivolous. You have sound mind. You have sound processing. You have inward peace. You have understanding. And when you fall, you rise up immediately. You don't talk too much. You talk scripts because you're a creature and that makes you scriptures, right? You talk script. Um, you're not given to many words. Yeah. You're not given to many words. Remove yourself from conversation that digs into people's lives and affairs. Consciously remove yourself from it because you cannot, you cannot dig people's lives and build your life. You can't be digging and building at the same time there's no way remove yourself from conversation that digs into people i'm telling you how to make your mind free don't dig into people's life don't want to know you don't need to know you again i repeat you can't be digging and building at the same time there is every man is curious about something they don't know but i choose my curiosity it will be towards nation building and wealth building it's not going to be towards a guy a girl that i once know uh -uh. define every relationship in your life and ask yourself 
how did I know it? There's no one way, so to speak, to success, but there are fundamental principles. Principles like you just have to love what you do. And sometimes I've heard do what you love, but you see the reality of life is that you will not always find what you love to do. Sometimes life does not give you that advantage. It's just that whatever I do, I'm going to love it. I'm going to love it because that's what life brings to me or brought to me at this time. I'm going to love it and I will see it through. And I've experienced this with many of you. Imagine we can have a Zoom call and say, register this company and months after, it's not done. Why is it not done? Um, I think someone will do it. Oh, wow, I'm going to... No, don't see it true. See it true. Be firm-minded. Remove emotions, even though they will come, but consciously, consciously remove it from you. A successful person can be emotionally attached to anything. It won't work. These are my words to you today. Instructions of a friend, a father, a brother, whatever you regard me as, it's fine. Um... And I do hope you get wisdom. May God bless and be with you.